Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boys out here, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell no. Welcome, Welcome to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be all right. Just know that it will be all right. It will be all right. It will be all right. Join the conversation. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. Oh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We want to hear what you guys have to say. You can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Marsha's Plate. By contributing to this podcast, you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time. So, let's get started. <laughs> so, uh... Our motherfucking president is going crazy. <laughs> what? That is not usual. nothing new. That's not nothing new. Oh, oh, he's not going crazy. Is he going even more crazy? Oh, uh, yeah, gonna, okay, there you go. Are they going to admit his ass this time? <laughs> he's going even more crazy than what he already was. He's really trying to threaten to shut down the government to unless the Democrats side with them. To build, to build the wall. To build the wall. You know what this thing? This um. This reminds me of Moses. What? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Moses. Wait, girl. wait, wait. You know. Um, Is this a new part the, of the Bible? Um. The oh the Lord. Book of me. You know, you're not supposed to quote the Bible. You ain't, not word for word, and you go to hell or something. I'm like, wait. But y'all know, y'all seen the movie. And y'all done read the book, and Uh-oh. you know where the great king was the making, Pharaoh. yeah, Pharaoh was making them build stuff, and you know, whipping everybody. Now mm-hmm. he, you know, got <clears throat> your, our good girlfriend in the White House trying to make us build the White House um, with that bridge. Oh, the, who's Moses then? So if if Donald so Trump Moses? is is Pharaoh, who Moses? Ooh. Us. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that wasn't a good comparison. I'm like, what? <laughs> I read um, also an article that was posted on the 27th mm-hmm. about him making like a gag rule or something uh-huh. to stop funding for abortion. I know he already brought it up, but now it's like taking effect. Yeah. I've, I've, well, Planned Parenthood, they've, they've been attacking them since. Yeah. Since you know, anything that had to deal with um, a woman's body and and poor folks getting some kind of health care that they can get. Yeah. <laughs> it, it also said it affects a lot of people with the AIDS virus as well. Absolutely, because they're cutting funding from programs that pay for the medicine. Yeah. 
So, so we're going back to the 80s, actually to, you know, the 1900s where you have to <laughs> meet some good girlfriend, know some other good girlfriend where they can shobble some stuff up in your vagina and have an abortion that way. Was it for color girls uh, tease? Yeah, take you, take you to some back alley. That's horrible. You know? Ooh. That's yeah. going to cause a lot of damage. I could see that happening again if it go, if it goes that far. Cause just imagine getting raped by somebody, and I'm pretty sure it's happened, and you Absolutely. get pregnant by them. Like, don't want the baby. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna speak on that. Yeah, I mean, we know this is the world that we live in, where people are Trump world in the Trump world. <laughs> all this shit, just us. Even if we get a Democratic president in 2020, it's like all this shit. That we're going to have to undo. Right. How many years is it going to take us to undo the shit? How many years is it going to take us to get back on track? It's like it's never Because Obama wasn't, Obama wasn't progressive enough for me. Like, he did the one, two, threes on the one, twos. He, he running around the White House with the, the gay flag. All that's cute. (laughs) Like, it is cute. Like, I don't want to say he wasn't. He he was something, but it wasn't. He wasn't aggressively progressive for enough eight for years. me for eight years. Yeah, that was. I feel enough. like, I, mm, especially it uh, wasn't compared enough. to Trump snatching it and and I, right. I, if think about if <laughs> Obama had the audacity at, of Trump, right? Think about if how. Oh my God! If he had just. If he wasn't, he wasn't as diplomatic as he was. Like, I feel like I was beautiful and, you know, he was graceful and he had dignity, da 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 All that stuff looked great. But think about certain things that if he just really just a little bit more tougher. They would have killed him. Yeah, they would have worried about he black. They would have said, oh, this just is little, cute, but you're doing a little too much. Y'all know, summer I don't know. I don't believe that. Cause <laughs> you don't think if so? We had, if we had motherfuckers that was... That was about that life at this time and time of age. Y'all remember when he first won and he walked down the street with Michelle outside of that car when he first won. You had this nervousness. I think they talked about it on Blackish. There was this nervousness about, ooh, if this is the time for somebody to do any kind of assassination, this is it. So I, I think we have progressed a little bit not necessarily i don't want to you know but nobody killed him for eight years but if somebody was about their life it could have happened but i don't think it i think we progressed a little bit further than that and i just feel like he had he needed to be more aggressive in his politics i think he was too he was progressive but a little too close to the middle of the road i need him i needed him to be a little bit more radical i needed him to have the audacity that donald trump has yeah because he is unbothered i yes i need him to bother now he does now donald does have a little bit more leeway being that the congress is on his side um so i get it the house is on his side a lot of racist white people yeah so i feel it (laughs) But I don't know. I just what there's some things that he had power to do, and be a little bit more aggressive in that I don't feel he was enough in my liking. Um, some things he was, you know. Things. A little yeah. one too. Yeah, you know, I don't know. He let people out of prison that had like <laughs> marijuana. We his last term. 
Well, you know, he he had Obamacare that was paying for sex changes and FFS for the girls. I knew no, some no, girls no, who I'm got not some saying pussies. he didn't do anything. What I'm saying is I wish he was a little bit more yeah, radical. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Eight years is a long time for all this stuff to be undone that easily. Because he sure to snatch that out as soon as he snatch. <laughs> all right, snatch like that away. Like the, the, the Supreme Court um, judge that he was supposed to appoint, just as he was supposed to appoint, and they were like not letting him do it. I'm like, what? How is this possible? Like, how, this is your right. Why are you not fighting for this? Like, what? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't. And I'm not totally into politics, but I didn't know why you don't just say, okay, this is what's going on. And they were like, I guess we're filibustering or whatever they was doing. But I'm like, how is that even legal or possible or whatever? It just was really, really strange. And I, but it's a bunch of things that I'm like, mm, you're not. I need you to be a little bit more aggressive, Mr. O. I I needed him to have whatever it is that Donald Trump, the the fuck it that Donald Trump has. Because he don't be giving two fucks. (laughs) He don't be giving no fucks. None. We just need to go ahead and, you know, since y'all won't let any cis women in, go ahead and throw a trans woman up there. (laughs) So we can. She'll really get shot. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to put that in the universe. You know, it's going to be one of our sisters. Yeah, she was. I'm going to need y'all to have some optimism, <laughs> some positivity. This was this not productive. At this time in life. Ooh, uh, yo, ooh. I'm optimist, but I'm not optimistic All about these that. I'll be Debbie. I don't want no girl in that office, in that position. Because I we, feel like that is uh, assassinating, assassination uh, waiting to happen. No, no just uh, let us, you know. So no positive patties today. No, not today. <laughs> not today. <laughs> oh my God, I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yay, 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 yay. So not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts. I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community. And I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here. So you're not only helping to sustain us, you're helping to sustain other people in a community. Because I put my money where my mouth is. You know, that's just the kind of bitch I am. Community is fuck. (laughs) So thank you. I really, really appreciate you. And if you have not become a patron, why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? (laughs) All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. Let's talk about how important name change is for trans folks. Okay? And I know that seems kind of like an obvious. (laughs) It's like, why is the name important? (laughs) Duh, bitch. (laughs) But I think somebody um, asked us um, in our comments, like, what what was our name change process about? And why did we choose our names? And so I wanted to talk about that just to give. This is trans 101 but <laughs> mm-hmm. but I kind of think it I think it's important to talk about and so I kind of wanted to talk about it so 
I want you cis folks to think about your name. Think about how you got your name, what you think about your name, mm. um, how important your name is to you throughout your life. <laughs> um, a name is just a title that you didn't choose that represents you. Your name comes with um, unspoken implication and connotations and um I know that's those are similar words, but they have really different meanings. Implication is a conclusion that you can come to without it being said. And connotation is like the ideal or feelings that a certain word or name invokes in a person when they hear it outside of the proper meaning. Our name, like our sexual identity, is similar, similarly imposed when we are infants. It's rooted in our sociocultural lineage. It lets us know who our father is because who our father is is important in a patriarchal world, right? Mm -hmm. What our name is, it connects us to our culture. Think about it. If your name is Keisha, Antoine, Latoya, Tyrone, what culture are you a part of? The black culture. African-American. <laughs> African-American, definitely. Mm -hmm. If your name is Latifa, Amina, Aisha. Kind of sounds African. That is actually Muslim names, yeah, but they could be black, too, because, you know, yeah, black folks love them old nasty Arabic names. A <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the uh. Islamic African. So, or now, if your name is Muhammad, Fatima. That's, That's Muslim, <laughs> and it could mean it could it, that name could affect how your life goes if you in certain parts of the country. Yeah. <laughs> um, if your name is Ling, you'd probably Asian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if your name is Consuela, Jose, Maria, you're probably Spanish. Uh huh. Oh, no, Latinx. <laughs> Or but it could just, be Spanish. You know, you sometimes Spanish, it, oh, yeah, Spanish is the language. Wow, me. Uh, <laughs> all these names have cultural references that can, you know, that that tells you something about the person. They all can. They can. Uh, they can lead to your resume getting <laughs> looked over <laughs> or chosen <laughs> or chosen by can. certain people. <laughs> So a name is really important in, in, in regards to many things because it just tells people a lot about you. And you, but the important I want to point out is that you did not choose this. All these things that your name could imply, all these things that your name could affect, you did not choose your name. Who chose your name? Your parents. <laughs> your parents chose your name and the name is important to them. That's the reason why they chose it. Right. For a trans person, if our name was not attached to gender identity, it really wouldn't be a big problem. Right. People change their name all the time. It's very common. When you get married or when you get adopted, when your children get adopted, when paternity is established, or just because you want to change your fucking name. It is only a problem for people because our name change is attached to the belief that we can actually change our gender based on our identity, that we have a choice in the matter. It forces the outside world to acknowledge who we are and who we have chose to become, who we have chose to um, 
present ourselves to the world as instead of holding on to what our parents chose for us, right? Mm -hmm. So I remember um, for me, my maiden name was of a guy who really wasn't biologically my father's. So when I changed my name, it was really important for me to take my mother's name because that's who raised me. That's who has significant in my life. So it wasn't just about me changing my name to a girl name. It was about me changing my name to something that represents me as a whole being, that represents represented my experience, that represented, like, that was a title that represents me in multifaceted of who I was. So, and it needed to be totally different. <laughs> so some trans folks, they choose a name that is um, just their, their name, their boy name or girl name, feminized or masculinized. Mm -hmm. So if your name is um, Christopher, they change it to Christina. Mm -hmm. If your name is Lauren, they change it to Larry. Uh, or Lawrence. Some people change some way different. Right, and some people change it to <laughs> totally different. Like me, my name is totally different than my, my birth name. Um, and some people just change it. Like I remember um, there was a quote by Teek Milan. Uh -huh. Teek Milan's birth name is Tika. Huh. And so instead of him changing it totally, he changed it to Teek. So, this is what he says. This is a quote from him. I just cut my name down. I thought about changing it to something completely different, like Malcolm or something like that, but I was really worried about it being such a separation from my family. So, I just cut it down for them. Oh. Teek is who I am. I'm a masculine form of my previous name, Tika. But at the same time, it is who I've always been. He says he held on to Teak as a way to hold on to the wholeness of himself. He didn't want to treat his trans identity as a rebirth and erase the person who he was. But no two trans individuals approach their name and transition in the same way. While Teak felt very strongly about holding on to his past, some trans folk don't want to hold on to shit. <laughs> they feel the opposite. They want to be reborn. They were born in the wrong body. And now they want to abandon everything behind completely okay so understand that trans folks are not a monolith understand that we have different reasonings for why we do what we do but our name is who we are and it's important to us it's important to how you come to us in respect it's important to how you how you how we perceive you in yeah. regards to our friend and our ally right it's really important. Um, so what I wanted to ask y'all is how um, how did you guys come up with your names? And how what do you feel about your name change? And if you haven't got your name change, um, what are some of the obstacles that you have come across when getting your name changed? Well, for me, I wasn't going to change my dead name at all because it didn't get me clocked. But at the same time, I saw me transitioning as a rebirth. 
So I chose something that closely related to me. The, uh, the meaning of Zahir is bright, shining, and elevated. So I was like, okay, I could relate to that. Also, it could mean supporter and helper. So I was like, okay, all of these things, they come from the same region from where my dad name was from. So, and then that's another reason why I held on to my dad name is because uh, of the meaning of it. I, I don't even remember the meaning of it. <laughs> but it was something that was nice. And then it, it originated in Nigeria, and that's where some of my roots come from. Right. So I thought it was cool. So I just chose something that was kind of of that area, of that culture, mm. and just chose from there. But the obstacles, because I didn't get my name changed yet, but I'm in the process of that right now. In legal, on, on your legal documentation. Right, right, right. So the obstacles, I don't really face any obstacles unless they see the F. So at first I was going to just change the gender marker and just mm -hmm. leave the name there because it don't cause any problems that would be the only reason i would change it right but after discovering okay it was a rebirth i kind of was just like okay i'm gonna just make a little uh a little change you know to make it similar to my dead name and then that's really it mm -hmm. did you um have you had any obstacles in regards to the court system changing it because you you are from texas and it's really difficult to do a change, oh, change right yeah it's like everybody from texas wants to go to austin because that's more of a progressive place i guess as far as getting your gender markers changed. right so that's a big obstacle having to go two hours away which is strange as hell <laughs> which is strange because it's the same fucking state why, why why would it make a big ass difference right but i think it's because of they the, gay friendly, right? The, not just that. The actual judges who would preside over your yeah. um, name change, your name change name proceedings in Houston are way conservative, way more conservative than. Um, yeah, they are aggressive. Because even mm -hmm. on, on the Austin docket, you can see who's aggressive and who's really friendly right. as far as changing the names and right. the markers. And the fact that you got to play Russian roulette on <laughs> which one you're going to get is annoying as fuck. It is. But 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 we're talking about just a name change. Think about the people who they have to come up against as criminal. Like, think yeah. about the how if, if I'm... If you got some warrants. If you got some warrants or if you got some kind of charge up against you, mm. the Russian roulette you have to play yeah. with what judge you're going to get, who is going to treat you like a human being and not like some fucking, you know, nothing. Yeah. Because I've had that happen to me before. Now let's go into why I ain't changed my name yet. Now let me tell uh -huh. you the reason why. <laughs> no, no, okay. no. So tell me um, your story around your name. <clears throat> okay. So, okay. I'm one of those girls that I do not like to tell people my dead name is. It's kind of embarrassing to me. Mm -hmm. So I would prefer not to say it. And I don't know no. why so many people, like I've had a lot of guys be like, oh my gosh, what's your, la what, what is your name? What's used to your be? real name? Yeah, what, yeah what's your <laughs> real name? And I'm just like, but you don't know if I got my gender and stuff, marker change or my name change. Why you got to do all that? But it wouldn't but matter. Like even it, if they knew yeah. that, they still going to say, <laughs> yeah. what's, what's your, your real, real name? name? Oh, okay, <laughs> but what's your real So I'll tell everyone, my dad, name was and the meaning of do you want to give that i don't care <laughs> why why not what's the purpose well zaire did it uh -uh, i didn't say my no okay. Oh, okay well take that off <laughs> <laughs> you know what somebody said we're gonna um play a shot game uh, yes. how many times Mia Mia said, edited and it don't happen yes. 
<laughs> no, I'm not putting your boy name out. Okay. <laughs> no. I have not got my name changed just because the process, I didn't really know any people besides Diamond that they could tell me the process. And I don't know if my process will be a little different because I was born in Germany on a military base. Mm-hmm. So I don't actually, know if, be, if that makes it easier for you. It actually. makes it easier. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I'm like, I don't know. And I got some tickets that I haven't paid off, some traffic <laughs> tickets. <laughs> and so they turned into, oh, what if we got some officers listening? <laughs> Y'all don't know my real name. <laughs> you just so. told the bitch if I didn't edit it out. <laughs> 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 so I got some got some things I gotta take care of. And I would rather not sit them out because I don't know how they are to the girls in Houston. Even though everybody say, Oh girl, just pick a weekend, but girl, shut up in the bitch. No, I'm not gonna be in there for two weeks. Oh. I'm not finna I'm not doing all that. She riding dirty. Mm-hmm. No, they gonna set you they gonna that. separate okay. you. They don't put that you with the kids. Irresponsible. They don't put you with the boys. <laughs> They, they put you with the boys, but separate. They don't put you in the community. <laughs> so I mean, do they know your tea? Uh, uh, yeah. Because <laughs> you got to get when naked. When you go to jail, do they make you take off your makeup and stuff? They make you get naked and spray you with shit, bitch. Spray you with stuff? Yes. You, you know how many people are coming and sleeping in this place? They have to spray you with some fucking bug spray and shit. So you, if you got crabs or anything... You're not bringing it into the facility. They spray you with this. It's horrible. I could talk about that later. Uh, um. Okay. I'm not going to send so, anything out if I ever get one. Yeah, I don't got locked up. I mean, before, would they so make I, you take your I, makeup I, yeah, off? Yeah. I, no, but you. It's gonna be on your face the whole time <laughs> you for about two makeup. weeks. I'm just saying, like, I heard that they just really give it. I remember one. I remember hearing one girl. They made. They shaved her head. <laughs> That's no, no, no. That's when you go to prison. Oh, They're not okay. gonna shave your head when you go funny, to jail. That's not funny, D. I'm laughing because why would they make you do that for I a while? I don't know. I'm just thinking. Yeah, like, and when you go to prison, they make you um shave, shave your, your head. head. Yeah, they make you shave yeah. your head. Not when you go to jail. Not jail. But for prison. Yeah. Why the fish don't have to do? The women don't have to do that. But you a boy to them. <laughs> To Even them. if you're trans, <laughs> you're a boy to them. That's why you're in the male prison. Thank you. It's the, shady, the, but the, that's what it is. I would, I would go. To, oh. I would probably be in what's it called when they put you by yourself. The shoe. I would be in the shoe. <laughs> I'll be. T- bitch, you gotta. You gonna have to. Y'all gonna have to sit me down and chain me up before y'all shave my motherfucking head. Oh. Well, I'm not looking. Oh, Will Wataro. Yeah. Well, Wait, anyways, but back to positivity. <laughs> the reason why I have it is, you know, because I got a couple of debts I need to take care of. Mm. And um, I've just been having a lot of stuff that I have to take care of. Um, Besides that, I mean, do I get embarrassed? Yes. Has there been some times where I was with Trey that didn't know my tea and I almost got clogged? Yes. Um, There's been times where I've been embarrassed and turned away and said that I couldn't been turned away in front of a crowd of people and they said that I was out of dress code and the police officer said they were right because legal documentation stated my true well stated my my dead name and my dead gender so, so, so you talking about a club? They told oh, you yeah. you was out of dress code Baby, because you I was not to, dressed as a boy. No, I was dressed as well, yeah. I know. And then let a stud walk right past me at Metropolis. I'm like, 
what and so somebody was like well maybe they were just doing it out of protection because they don't want to stir up no shit and they don't want it to cause no trouble in there so they no. just turned you away and i was just like wow no that's just somebody that person who was telling you that instead of protecting you they were trying to protect them <laughs> and with coming their name? up with no, they were no, 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 no. The person who just made that excuse for them, maybe they were just trying to put, not stir up any shit and da 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 da. No, they were not protecting you. They were not protecting your identity. They were trying to make excuses for these motherfuckers doing some shady ass shit. Fuck them. Yeah, that's so. happened to me twice. It happens. It happened to me uh, another time when I was in Dallas at Onyx at the mm-hmm. strip club. Girl, for everybody, I was. It was this long ass line, and there was a celebrity in front of us. I don't know what his name is but he played on Tyler Perry and I was like oh my gosh that's him and people was dusting me the fuck down I got up there to the top and I gave him my ID and he was like oh I'm sorry calls me by my dead name and say you um you have to go this is a gentleman's club and only men are allowed now meanwhile there's fish walking in there's and then I uh, there's women walking in and I see studs going in and he say you have to wear the correct uh the correct attire you're out of dress code and then shoves me back my id you know i i I wrote so much i said you have to leave go bye and so i started going off i was saying like let me speak to the manager y'all can't do this this is discrimination and they like leave leave and they almost act like they were about to do something so i was just like man i don't got time for this because i'm not trying to get bashed by these big ass niggas so i left and they literally had somebody follow me to my motherfucking car to make sure i left so this is Gender, I this is a gender marker not being changed and your name not being changed. Mm-hmm. On and Dallas at Onyx. So what? I, but ma- the thing is, I have been in Onyx so you many would, times. Wait, wait, wait. You, why, why didn't they let you this time if you had been there? I think it was because I think it really had to do with the celebrities being there and it was just being shady. You what, know the hell that or whole that chest- particular person. It could have been him. It yeah. was just it was more security guards than it usually was mm-hmm. during that time, and I guess because he was there, they didn't. You know, they would just be acting extra. Mm. So tell me why you picked Mia? Because that's how you went to the obstacles, bitch, real quick. Okay, <laughs> I sure did. Why did you pick Mia? Okay, how did you so come across Mia? I picked me at first. My name wasn't Mia; it was Stasia. Now the reason why I picked Stasia was this really pretty girl. Her name was. Aja, but it was spelled A S A J A. I was like, that's dope. That's so different. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, hmm, well, I want to be different. So I put an S T in front of A S J A and made it Staja. Okay. And then I took my ass to Atlanta with that and it clocked my T. And I was like, well, <laughs> maybe this isn't a good idea. Because I was, this uh, was what happened. trans folks usually got some extravagant. Back in the <laughs> yes. day, not now, but back in the day, trans folks had some extravagant ass of fucking names. Even my name, Diamond, <laughs> can be really extravagant. Yeah. It'd be something that can clock your motherfucking Baby, ass. I knew a, uh, a, my a Kitara. My name is Name Marie. <laughs> it's real black and fuck names. <laughs> Baby, I was, the tray would walk up to me and say, what's your name i would say stasia and if they had any type of tea or any clock they'll be like hmm <laughs> <laughs> i ain't never heard of that before <laughs> so i was like oh and then like going to interviews and stuff saying my name was stasia it was just it was just banji and just the responses i was like you that's know what? anti-black i think it's anti-stasia it was no, anti-black I think thinking your name is too banji that's an anti-black statement it was getting me clocked so, so, so that's anti-black black too well if you're saying it's too banji we know what banji means banji means ghetto 
Well, it, I'm talking about the job applications. I, I know what you mean, but oh, it okay. is, that's anti-blackness. If you think about it, Oh, so yes. I was being anti-black towards my name? No, no, so no, no, you no. Saying? Your mindset around it. My mindset around my name being Stodger was anti-black. Mm-hmm. That's if what you I just said. said. It, right. Yes. Okay, but no. Yes, it was. You just said this. I, me saying this name at this at these job interviews, this Stodger, it, because it was so banji. What does banji mean? Hood. Okay. <laughs> what does hood mean? Banji. What does banji mean? Hood. What does hood Stop mean? Stop playing, Mia. <laughs> Goddamn. What's, what does but it no, mean? Listen. What does banji hood, urban ghetto, ah. what is all those? <laughs> what do does we... it mean? It's fucking black. And oh, so girl. it's black what without Mia. They just, tell, not... just tell us where Mia came from. Okay, so Mia came from. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Please. Mia came from, um, I just, I said, you know what, Mia, just. Just stop being extra. Just don't be extra. Just pick something pretty and simple. And so I came up with three letters. Mia. M-I-A. Okay. I just said simple and it won't get you clocked. Yeah. And that's what I came up with. My, uh, so my first name was Summer. What? Come on, Summer. Summer. I don't know. I can't give you no reason why I was so summer. So that's definitely not anti-black. <laughs> <laughs> summer i don't it was very very what it was. i did like it <laughs> i thought it was cool well all the girls in my in my clique name last name was styles of course Come through style. and summer and, styles and mine was summer styles <laughs> and and i didn't feel that so when i i remember when i was getting i did all my name change stuff on my own like, I didn't hire a lawyer. All the girls were spending $500 to hire a lawyer. I was like, bitch, I can do my own. Okay. <laughs> and that's what I did. DIY. I printed the paperwork out at the library. And I had this whole name. Like, my name was going to be Danae Collier. Okay. Diamond and Danae Collier? No, no diamond. Just Danae oh, Collier. Oh, just Danae. I have been diamond since years. Summer was like 14 um, but ever since like 14, when I didn't like something no more, I went to Diamond because that's what everybody called me. Mm-hmm. And it was the shade is it was from Diamond from Players Club. So <laughs> why did they call you Diamond? But, well, but everybody said, you know, I looked at like Lisa Bray. Come on, Lisa Bray. You know, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I was like, oh, well, I'm going to be Diamond. <laughs> so that's how Diamond came. But once I went to fill out the paperwork for my name, I was like, oh, no, I don't want it to be Diamond because that's too extravagant and it's clocky. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, if you got the name Diamond, it's like, oh, my God, people just going to be like, your name is Diamond. Are you a tranny? Because <laughs> that's what, back in the day, that's what, like, if your name was too too much, people would be like, hmm, <laughs> and question it. But... It went to, so when I went to fill out the paperwork and I wrote all the paperwork, I had printed it out and it was going to be Danae Collier, just D-A-N-A-E. Like my my secondary um, page. Have y'all been, yeah, I have a secondary Facebook mm-hmm. page. Danae I, did, I got it. And so it was going to be that. And then right at the last minute before I went to the courthouse, before I took the papers, I was like, bitch, my motherfucking name is Diamond. Why can't I be no motherfucking Diamond? Why can't I be Diamond? Like, girl, if you fish, girl, then, uh, you, can uh, be then you can be Diamond. I know some cisgender women that's, that's Diamond, diamond yes. and they ain't questioning why can't I be? And I sat there in the library talking to myself exactly like that. 
I was like, why I can't be diamond? I could be diamond. If I was a cisgender woman, I wouldn't be worrying about somebody thinking I was not a woman just because of my name. If that was her name, and I would just go and I was sitting there. It was so funny. I was so you was reading library, yourself, reading myself, convincing myself. You can be diamond. You don't have to. Be, you don't have to conform to that. You can be diamond. Just be that. Everybody yes. knows you as diamond. You're diamond. You can do it. And I said, I was sitting there like. Yeah, yeah, and I reprinted my paperwork and put diamond on there, <laughs> and put diamond on there, and I've been legally diamond. Uh, well, legally when I did the papers, but I had been diamond already, so that's why it was. Oh my god! Like, why would I do something else so people can call me something else? Mm-hmm. It just was weird. So once I turned the paperwork in, so the problem back in the day was, it was like five hundred dollars to get to get to hire the lawyer. It was some money that you had to pay the newspaper because you had to put your name in the newspaper for creditors to be able to find you. You had to um, go down to the courthouse and explain why you want to get your name changed. So that is three different obstacles that you got to go through. You got to get the $500 (laughs) to pay the lawyer. That's number one. So if you broke or you're not an escort or if you ain't got no way to get to save up, $500 at a young age, we talk about young, Mm -hmm. then that's an obstacle that you have to do. And, or you got to wait till you a certain age to be able to do it for yourself. Mm -hmm. That's number one. Once you do that, you got to also get some more money to file at the clerk and to put your name in the newspaper. Cause that was the rule where I was from. You got to put your name in the newspaper for three weeks in order for the creditors to be able to find you. Yeah. And you, the ad had to say, this person has changed her name to this person. Aww. So if this, it was rude. It was That's like, shame. <laughs> like, we're going to let everyone ev- know. It's not just you, trans. It was everybody had to do it. Yeah, that. yeah. Well, that's yeah. kind of almost, it, now that I like it, it's not really shade. It's like, so if you say my name, I'll be at the club <laughs> and I pop you, you should have been paying attention I- to the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> so I would, I would, um, so that's another obstacle that you got to put it in the paper for motherfuckers to see. The other obstacle is I have to come into this courthouse and say, I'm transgender and I want to change my name to this because I don't identify with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to deal with them looking at you like, okay. <laughs> or saying no or denying you or because they can say no. Can the you judge cuss can them say out no. if they do that? Huh? You could cuss them out, right? No. This is you couldn't cuss them out in court? And just no, go about your merry day. You, well, fuck you. you. And, and you then, can go to jail if you want to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you want to do. They wear you out even more. <laughs> exactly. Okay. No. Send that's you not to me. the correct prison. So. Jailhouse. I, I was super nervous about all of the situation going on. But it actually went really, really smooth. Once I did it by mm-hmm. myself, I filed my papers by myself. So I saved the 500 for the judge. Um. I did have to pay the two twenty for the newspaper to run my name. They ran my name, and then you go back, you get the court to do it. You show them the evidence that they ran your name, and then the next time they stamp it. Like, I didn't even have to stand in front of him and say anything. He just was like, no, it was a woman. She just was like, all right, you're changing your name. I, she said, raise your hand, da 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 and you repeat after her, and then she stamps it, stamp it, stamp all seven copies of your name change, and then you go home, <laughs> and your name is changed. And then you take all of them papers to all your different people that you want to get your name changed to, like the Social Security people, the ID people, boom. 
the blessing for me as far as gender marker change was in Indiana, when you are a junior, they don't put M or F on your on your birth certificate. Because if you're a junior, they automatically think that you're a male. Oh, so it's just like, oh, girl, you know. So you don't need to put an M or F. They know if you're, um, let's say, Lamont Renee Thomas Jr., you know you named after your daddy because you a boy, so we don't need to put male on there. So luckily for me, when I got my birth certificate change, I was a junior. So when I got the name change on my birth certificate, all it says is my new girl name and no gender marker at all. So it doesn't say M or F. It just says my name. <laughs> so when I took it to the Department of the Motor Vehicle people to get my ID, I just put F on the little paperwork I filled out, and she put F in the system. Oh, that's everything. Because that's what she saw. I see a woman named Diamond. <laughs> F. And F. <laughs> and so I didn't. I just put it, and she changed my gender marker without any kind of foolishness. See, I tried to do that, you know, finagle. My way to do that because nobody clocks me with it, but it auto filled when I went to the right. recently. Yeah, I'm you know I'm an old head, so we had to <laughs> fill out it. They had to literally put it in themselves. They got yeah. it's computerized now, so now they auto auto fills. It even got your old picture that you had yeah. last time. Yeah, you just so. have to take a new one every time. Mm-hmm. Yep, and back in the day, mm-hmm. I, in auto fill, you just put you tell them you lost it. You take a new picture and you they fill out the paperwork that you gave them. Mm-hmm. And so if they saw a woman, they're going to think you're a woman and put an F. Yeah. <laughs> if you could get through, that's what it was. And so that's why, for me, that's why it all um, worked out. Um, so I haven't really had any obstacles in, in regards to my name. First of all, because my name wasn't extremely masculine. So... I didn't have to change it. I didn't get my name changed until fucking 2008. And I had already transitioned since 2006. I'm not 2006. (laughs) 1996. I was about to say. Yeah, so I had already been shit. That's like 10 years. And so 10, 12 years, I had already been living with my birth name but it wasn't getting me clocked because it is a it's a unisex name especially in certain parts of the country so it never was something that was like oh my god your name oh i thought you were a boy because of your name it was never like that once they saw and they they see a girl in front of them it's like oh, okay she 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 so it wasn't any kind of issue. So it never was something. I was like, oh, I don't want to spend my money on this. It never was. It never was a problem. But once I, once I got older and I started to um, be in other situations, I was like, oh, I need to get my name changed. I need to do it. And so I went ahead and did it. And it was easy. It wasn't hard at all. Don't when you go to prisons, though, you have to have a sex change in order to be recognized. I mean, yeah. yeah, be recognized. Oh, yeah. If you ain't got no sex change, you're going to a male prison. So mm-hmm. say you only got two years, right? You're going to do your whole two and, and <laughs> the gender that you have between your legs. So, right. like, say you say you're, you just don't want to go to a women's prison. It's, uh, not like, it's not up for debate. I mean, you, you don't want to go to a men's prison. You don't have a choice. <laughs> you just be isolated or with... Right. That's what, what they do is... 
this is what not all of them, but a lot of them do. They either put you in seg, which is segregation, which is basically the shoe you buy yourself in a room and you don't have any kind of community interaction. Or they make you sign a waiver that they're not liable to what happens to you. And they put you in population. And put you in population. And that puts you at risk because anybody could do anything to you and you done signed a waiver to not be able to sue that motherfucking ass if they don't protect you. So it forces you in that situation where I'm either going to be... And remember, they use isolation as punishment. Wow. So, you so you're forced to... to get automatically in the punishment of being alone. Because you're trans. Because you're trans. Or you sign the waiver that waives them any kind of liability. Wow. That's really hard. But I want... Because... Being by yourself for so long, I think you just no. It literally does something to you mentally. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not. That's like that. Studies show a human being, just like anything else, being alone, locked in a room, can really mentally affect them. I read an article from NBC News, I believe. uh, Dot com. And it was basically, it followed a trans man in Tokyo, Japan. And basically, he has a problem that he comes against. He's been with his girlfriend for eight years. They've been married, but he can't legally get married to her because he's still seen as a woman. Because in order to get your gender marker changed, you have to have bottom surgery. And he's a person that doesn't want bottom surgery. Mm. As you know, all trans people don't want bottom surgery. So he feels like that's fucked up, and I think that's fucked up as well. well. And what country is this again? Japan. Japan, right. Yeah. And also, in order to get your gender marker changed, you have to be at least 20 years old, unmarried, and without any children that are minors. So. Wait. <laughs> so you have to be at least 20, uh-huh. and you can't have any children that are minors. Right. And if you do, you have to wait. So you have to wait. Okay, so say you have a baby when you are young. So you have a baby mm-hmm. when you're 18. Right. Or let's say you're 17. Right. You have to wait three to two years, well, three years if you're 17, three years to file. If you have a baby, you have to wait till that baby is 18. And or, if you're married, you have to divorce. Damn. So if you like transition while you with your wife and your wife accepted you, right. you have to divorce. You have to divorce. Right. To even just to get your fucking gender marker changed. <laughs> exactly. So I wanted to know what y'all thought about that because me as a person that wants to carry a baby and not be sterilized. Right. You know, I feel like, oh no, Japan is not somewhere I would live as a trans mm-hmm. person at all. Well, you could live as a one. Um, as an American, <laughs> oh. you would have citizenship there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You would think that this would be an easy topic for us, like in regards to trans folks, because you think a, a person on the outside looking into our community, you would think, oh, well, you guys want to change your gender. So why would getting a sex change be a big deal for you? This is what y'all all want to do, right? You see what I'm saying? But Mm -hmm. what you got to understand is trans folks, we've talked about this before, but the sex change, it's something that really, it's a big decision that changes your life and and closes off certain options for you. Mm -hmm. 
some you've known your whole life. Well, some people is not their whole life, but like but, there's so many things. Like I've <laughs> I've had guys stop talking to me because they said, "Oh, you can't have children," and the person that I want to be with can have children. And I've had instant like with people who have gender dysphoria, like. Now that I'm older, I'm kind of a little bit better with my gender dysphoria. But there's there was times where I would take showers and I wouldn't even look down there when I washed myself. And I still kind of do that. And like I wouldn't even look at myself when I masturbated when and I think I don't even do that now. Like it just your gender dysphoria has a big part to play with that, too. And everybody's gender dysphoria is not the same at all. the same or mm-hmm. at the level like me. <clears throat> I'm the t- everything you just said. I'm the total opposite. I always check out my body. I've never been ashamed about my body. I never had any um, hate associated to my body. Mm-hmm. I know it didn't match the identity, mm-hmm. but um, that didn't change the confidence that that my mother instilled in my body. Mm-hmm. Like it was mine. I had agency over it. Um, I can't change it. Like in when I was younger, I can't change it. So when I got older learning and coming growing into my womanhood and growing into my learning about my transness and growing into accepting my transness i knew that i could get a sex change i knew that that was something but it wasn't for me because i also knew that i wanted to have children i wanted to have a lineage i wanted to have the option to happen my goal in my life was literally to get a degree and have children however i needed to have it and have a book and have an album Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um those were I wanted to have children. I wanted to figure it out, figure it out. And so before I went and got a sex change, I wanted to be able to figure that out. So if you're if my government, like Japan, was forcing me to even now we just talked about all the obstacles that, that obstacles that come along with not having your name changed, not having your gender marker change. I would have to to get to get over those obstacles. I would have to get a ch- sex change to get over the obstacle, which cuts yeah. off my option of having a baby. Right. So it's like, no, we are trying to nav. This is a new territory. This is a new space that we are trying to navigate. I'm trying to adjust my life as a trans person to match it. However. Whatever my needs are in this life as a trans person, I am trying to figure it out as I go. There is, there hasn't, there's not some book that says, "Oh, as a trans person, you do this, this, and this, and this, and this." If you want to succeed at this, there's no book. We're just trying to figure it out. So for me, I don't, I don't want to get a sex change this early. I'm. What if I meet an amazing trans man that wants to have children? Like y'all, y'all could easily figure it out since y'all are in love. What if I meet somebody that mm-hmm. wants to have children and I want to have ch- children and it works out? If I would have been forced to get a sex change just to have my name and gender marker change, I would not have that opportunity. Right. So d- would I get a sex change after I have children? Absolutely, because I told you I didn't want to be some old trans person in a nursing home if I have to be in one that's the freak of the nursing home and people are mistreating me because I'm the trans person I can't take care of myself so I would might get a sex change when I'm 50 or you know something like that after I have a child but right now I can't be forced into that decision I would hate to be forced in that decision because it, it would eliminate my chances to pass on my, I'm, I'm fucking I'm an Orisha worshiper so, passing my lineage on through my blood is important to me. 
It's important to me to have children. It's important. I don't know how I'm going to have it, but it's important for me to pass my ancestors' genes down that come from me. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I important. also think trans people should have a discount on saving <laughs> eggs and saving <laughs> semen. True. Like, geez. Yeah, because <laughs> it's really me, expensive. Yeah, for me especially, it's like, okay, well, I might as well just have it the natural way. Well, you got y'all found each other, so that's the beautiful thing about y'all. Y'all found each other, so it actually can be possible. Once y'all ready, y'all can say, "Oh, cool, let's do this." Right. So it's super, super possible. So, but you know, everybody didn't look up. <laughs> everybody yeah. didn't look up, and so we're still on our search. Right. And so, um, and so I talked about this on one of my older YouTube videos that got deleted on my channel. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> about having the option. Like, I would love to do it the natural way because the natural way is the cheapest way. (laughs) No shade. But, you know, even the surrogate option because it's I want to see my genes. I, of course I want to adopt, but I'm because like I said I'm of the the religion that I follow, blood is important. The bloodline is important. Mm-hmm. Um it's like uh uh I just I don't know. I just will hate to be in a country. And this country isn't far behind that cuz literally, yes, the rules are more lax because it's a new frontier that we that we're coming in. Uh, even within the rules that we do have around getting our name changed and stuff. Like I said, I just was able to get mine changed. I was able to get mine changed. So it wasn't like, oh, my God, I'm f- we have great rules, but right. it's not as strict as Japan. as Japan. It's not as strict <laughs> as Japan because I know a lot of girls that got their gender market changed, and I know a lot of girls that has their name changed. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I know without actually having sex change. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, here you just got to get your fingerprints, fill out the stuff, have some money, go to a good right. judge, and you're good. Right. As long as you go to the judge. There's still hoops that we can jump through yeah. and successfully jump through where we can actually get it done. Right. Um but them, they like, mm-mm. <laughs> don't have no kids under 18. <laughs> and, and be 20. Don't Ooh, be married. Think about if you had to ch- wait till your child got older. And they was like six or something. And they were like six, man. And then you can't even enjoy their child. Because <laughs> you kind of like, you didn't grow up fast Grow up. So I didn't get to, to enjoy being a woman. I had to wait until I was in my 60s because of you. Ooh, no. So, um, I don't know. No, I'm not saying that you can't enjoy being a woman. Oh, Lord. Let me, you know, because we may have some older listeners, and there's nothing wrong, and I don't want to discriminate against age at all. You can be a beautiful older trans woman and still have a beautiful But your life life is still gone. (laughs) It don't matter. It's like you said, if I wanted Shit, if I'm 25 and I got to wait till your ass get fucking 18 before I can transition. Well, you don't have, literally, technically, you don't have to wait. They can start living their life and their identity. But I got to wait to get my gender marker change till you get to 18. That is crazy. Yeah, then, like, mm-hmm. even on the article, it was saying, like, he would talk to some politicians because he's kind of a, like an advocate. Mm-hmm. Um, so... They would talk to him and be like, why do you have a beard? Or it would just be real microaggressive. Dealing right. With because, just stupid ignorance. Right. Because of him not having any documentation change. Right. So I was like, man, I would hit it. I would try to hit it so quick. Mm. And I know we we <laughs> talked about um, Z's experience in Egypt. I would, I just don't know what I would, because I'm such a firebomb, like, 
because when I was younger, I used to let people just run over me. And then afterwards, I'd be like, damn, bitch, you should have said something. But and I've always been taught to turn the other cheek and all that bullshit. But there be there's some something in me now that I'm older, just like some people need to know that it's not okay. Now you definitely pick your fights, but now when you across Egypt, the world yeah, that's true. by yeah. yourself. Yeah. Uh-uh. With a whole bunch of transphobes around you, licking their tongue at you, sexualizing you in your face. Talking to even people in the airport about you, spilling your tea to people that just landed yeah, about you. I'm saying if we was together, <laughs> if we was together. No, I still wouldn't oh. fuck with them. I, girls. Yeah, out of the country, it gets real woogie. It you just don't want to play too many games. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I know I they would got try. different rules in Egypt. They locked up a man recently because he held up a pride flag. Oh. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's it's some games you can play in America. We we do we know our government is shady, but it's a lot of protections we have. That's why a lot of people come here or Canada, <laughs> mostly yeah. Canada. Hopefully, <laughs> Canada. Um, there's a lot of protections we have, even just traveling the the world as Americans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That um a lot a lot of people aren't afforded, but also that if you go break some rules somewhere else. They can play a lot of different games. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, you just got to be careful. So, anyway, Japan, get y'all shit together. <laughs> yeah, like, how y'all so advanced but so far behind? So, we definitely have some propaganda going around. I don't know if y'all heard about the P that's supposed to be added to the LBGTQA LXYLMNOP. No, we're not going to do what the cis people do. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> we added extra letters to shit because they act like they can't get with the program. But guess what the P is supposed to be for? What's the P? Pedophilia. <laughs> Pedophilia. Oh, pedophilia. Oh, so we, so we. Thank you for that. Oh, you're talking about the articles that are saying that we're Uh, trying to add pedophilia into the LGBTQIA. Basically, and first of all, this is fake news. (laughs) Fake news. This is propaganda. This is people trying to influence. The right-wing conservative people to be even more hateful. If you look at these links, if you go to the links of these people, this is not presented by LGBT folks. We do not condone people. Most of us are victims (laughs) of molestation and people taking advantage of minorities. We are not open arms to no fucking pedophiles. We don't care what kind of euphemisms... You want to call it, there was all kinds of, these, on the article was these weird ass names, minor attracted and just weird ass shit. We, there is no LGBT, I have my posts on the LGBT community. There is no conversation around accepting pe- pedophilia as some sexual orientation. That How is, is that a, a even a question. First of all. You know they're trying to make a doll for them. Like a sex toy. Now let me let me. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. We'll we'll go into that. So, first of all, these articles is exactly what was happening during the 2016 election. There were these fake news articles that were put out 
on weird ass sites that people are just sharing and not going to the sites, not looking at the sources, not looking what they're they're clickbaits. They want their 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 fucking articles that the people who are will even believe that you would do that our our community would condone something like this. They want to rile them up and say, "See, look at these freaks. Look at what they're trying to do." That's why they don't need the, to use the bathroom. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. This is to get them riled up. It is propaganda. It's like the textbook definition of propaganda. Who do they do that to? That ran Hillary yeah, it's it's about it, they do it about everyone. Yeah. It's not, and it's both sides. It's not mostly the conservative side, but both sides do it. It's mm-hmm. all these. It's just propaganda. It's not real. It's not legit. It's not cool. But people who are dumb and ignorant who don't will look at this stuff and believe it. We are not. We do not fucking condone pedophilia. It just we don't. Right. At all. That is not true. Team. It's not something we're trying to. B- 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 Add to the fucking letters at all. But is it I, true? Do y'all know if it's true that they're trying to pass? I've seen a video of somebody talking what? about that, but everybody in the comments was like, if you don't get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it just, they've been that talking is about gross. that for a while, like trying to make it a condition. And no, I think it's propaganda. Get, like toys for them. So, so the, making toys for them. Let me say this. How does that help? I don't know, but... If there is something that can stop you from fucking touching real babies, go for it. Like if if they're if they making fucking dolls for you and that can, um, what is it called when you, um, get a taste of something sedate? Not sedate, to satiate. I can't remember the word. Um, y'all know what I mean. Y'all smart folks. <laughs> it's the word where it it you get a little taste of something. If it can stop you. If you can buy this fucking little doll and it can stop you from touching some other, um, um, some child. real child, then go for it. Get your life. If you a fucking rapist and you and you want to play your fantasy out on a human size blow up doll, go for it. Whatever will stop you from doing and causing trauma to a real person. I say go for it. I'm not. I'm not against that because I'm not one of them people that believe. Because if you're in the mindset of you're just feeding it, yeah. Because that's how it would be. I, to me, it would be like like you know playing with the the fake thing. And after so long, you're gonna be interested in playing with the real thing if you never had the real thing. So what if this was like a fantasy of yours to have pussy? And you never but had you pussy can't before. Stop so you, it. you bought a pussy pocket. And but you can't. Day. So if you don't have the doll, the the grow, you think it's not gonna grow? It's still gonna grow. Yeah, it's still gonna grow. But I don't think that replaces that that want for the real thing. I, I don't think know. it may feed it. it I don't know. I, I'm not. That's not what. I can't tell if it is or if it isn't, but it's something about the idea of giving you something to play with so you don't fucking play with somebody, real child, that is, like, satisfying to me. Like, okay, go for it. Like, hey, if you, if this can help you, go for it. That's Ooh. how I think about it. I but And, and I think it, in the mindset of feeding it, I don't know, because if they don't have it and they see little kids at the playground... They might be tempted to snatch one. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It just, that shit's weird. But what I want to make clear is I'm not going to be a part of no fucking community that accepts pedophilia as, what the fuck you talking about? (laughs) 
<coughs> it's just not. I. This is not a conversation that we are having. Have y'all heard a conversation about nope. it? No, <laughs> no girls talk about this. No, this is not something that nobody that I know is trying to accept. So this is this 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 article that we are seeing. Right. Is I, fake news. I stopped babysitting. Like I used to babysit kids. I stopped babysitting for people not to feel weird about mm. me trying to watch their kids. Like, I was on, the, you know, the little sites, like, care.com and stuff uh-huh. like that. People could hire you. But then I was like, I'm going to just leave that alone now. Navigating mm. the world as a guy. Right. I think, like, what, <coughs> excuse me, what are some of the things that as, as, this is kind of off topic. What Because you, you just brought that up. Because as a man, I would think that navigating the world now would be a little bit different than navigating the world as a female. Mm-hmm. Because I had that kind of saying, because people's association with pedophilia and homosexuality, I had a really, I had some anxiety and apprehension and um, issues around watching people male children. Like, I wouldn't want, because I've been accused of it. I remember my aunt, my aunt, my aunt, but years later it's come out that she lied about it when the kids got older, but she didn't want me to live with her anymore. And she used that as the excuse to get me out of her house. And it was like a secret. And then when the kids got older, they was like, she lied. Even on Pose, I noticed that it was maybe the brother that called Blanca uh-huh. a child lover or exactly. something like that. Because that's what they associated with. So I, I know me, I was like, I was devastated. Like, just that idea. Because my mother had instilled in me that, you know, that people can't touch you. People not supposed to touch you. And you, and these men out here will try to touch you. So if you tell me, if, if, if somebody try to touch you, you tell me. So I knew from a very, very young age that older people was not supposed to touch children. Right. Because that's because my mother was a, a victim. So she she instilled in me. So I was a hawk. Why are you touching <laughs> her? When you when when my uncles used to um they own children, I would be watching them <laughs> change their diapers. Are you touching her wrong? <laughs> like in my mind, like I would be paying attention to how and but it was because my mother was victimized by men. Yeah. Well, women too, but mostly men. Um it men became the predators in my mind, not women. So when it when my aunt had said it and my mother was like, <gasps> my mother was like, did this happen? And I was like, no. Like, it was devastating. Like, I would never do nothing like that. And I think I was like, um, they were like eight and I was like 12. Wow. And so wow. once they got old enough to. Like she said, like your aunt sexualized. No, this is a different aunt. Oh, okay. This is a different one. Um, but she, she, when she said it, it was so devastating to me. So as I got older, I had anxiety around not fucking watching children. Like, no, even though I loved kids, but because of that thing, whatever that thing is, I talked about this on my channel that was deleted. (laughs) So, um, just because of that thing about this gay people being molesters, that was devastating. When it when they came out and said that she lied, because I called it out. I was like, 
why did you tell this lie? Once I got older, I was like, why did you tell this lie? Because it started to be like this untalked about rumor. Yeah, fuck all that. And so <laughs> when I came to the, I had came, because she, she always invited me to the house. She never treated what? me different after that because when I would come as I got older, it was always like, oh, my God, you look so fabulous. It was never talked about. Oh, fuck you, girl. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> and so once I, got every, once I got everybody in the same room and, they were, and the boys were old enough, I brought it out. Like, no, let's talk about this. So why did you say that I did this? Why is this a rumor going on? And everybody said, and the boys was like, that didn't happen. Wow. And basically she did it because she didn't. She didn't have a way. She, I, I, she didn't want me to stay with her. Anymore. Yeah, she didn't want you because my be mama had got her. locked up for the the very. My mama went to prison twice. That's fucked up. And I didn't have a place to go. And my grandmother had kicked me out for being trans. And then here she goes. And so she didn't want me to stay with her, but she didn't want to look like the bad person that kicked me out. And I didn't have a place to go, uh-huh. so she gave that excuse so it can look like wow. You had to put she had to put you out. I mean, I've had instances with children like I grew up with the a mentally disabled um, step cousin, and mm-hmm. um, I grew up with him at a young age, but um, through a, a young age, and he became gay, and of course I was trans, and they said because we were around each other so much that I influenced him to be gay. Mm. When first of all, bitch, y'all had, I'm not gonna say his name, but y'all had him dressed up as Goldilocks for Halloween. (laughs) So, I didn't dress him up as a doll, and what, how do you think that would have warped his mind as a child mm. to be dressed up as a little girl with a with a baby? He had on a whole red dress with uh, the, the little red little um, sparkly shoes with the little ruffles, socks, and a gold wig with a hat. They were real progressive but, parenting. <laughs> okay, he, I guess that's what he said he went to be, and that's what he oh. was. And so... Um, yes. that had nothing to do with me. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Let me tell y'all about this incident. <laughs> so this was my little brother. So I have two little brothers. So I have a younger brother that I raised. And then I have one that's in the middle of us that went with his daddy at one point. When I was, this was in Boston. So this had, I had to be like 10 or 11. And he's like, um, he was like, eh. Four? No, not four. He was like, he probably was six. So we're sitting in the bed. So we're in a hotel. So my mom was in this little program where they put her in a shelter or whatever, battered women's shelter or whatever. So no, 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 not a battered women, just a shelter. So they would give them a voucher for a hotel. So we got two rooms, my mom and our room. So to in this hotel. Me and my little brother is in a ho- one hotel room, like say one and twelve, and my mom is in the other room, one thirteen, with my stepdad and the baby. So, me and my brother is in the bed, and and he's pulling the covers off of me. So, like you know how you in the bed with your sibling, and like y'all snatching the covers, like. <laughs> yes. Oh, you moving and kicking, and you know this is what fighting we're doing. Fighting over covers. Yes, fighting over covers. So. He's trying to pull the covers off of me, and I take a pencil. Like our backs are to each other. Like I'm, I'm facing away from him. Our back, we're back to back in the bed. 
I take a pencil off the counter and I stab him with the pencil. Not literally, like, well, yeah, literally. (laughs) (laughs) But no, no, no. But like, is the weird, like, out. You poked them. With the pencil. Like, I just tuck the pencil through the. The sheets? The sheets, right. I say. Right, it didn't not. Right. I'm trying to kill you, yeah. but I'm I'm poking him. So I poked him. And he says, I'm telling mama. And he runs in the room with my mother and says, uh, my boy name, but I'm going to say Diamond. Diamond stuck the pencil in my butt. Wow. So think about how that sounds. Right. So me being 10... When I come into, my mother calls me into the room, I'm, I'm not thinking pedophilia stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking he's tattletelling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I come into the room, and the adults in the room are, like, really serious. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, like, in my mind, I'm like, what's going, this is different. Like, I felt some type of difference, something. Because yeah. this is just him tattletelling. Like, something feels weird. This doesn't yeah. feel like my brother is just telling on me. Like, I just hit him. and But he says, oh, Thomas stuck this pencil in my butt. And my mother was like, what did you do? And I'm like, he was pulling the covers off of me. And I stabbed him in his butt with that. And they, but they had took it to a whole other like I'm sitting opening his booty cheeks and playing with his booty hole <laughs> with the with the pencil, like mm. <laughs> like they it took up. it to that level. <laughs> but I do not think that they would have took it to that level if I was not a feminine boy child. And me and my mother talked about this years later. Now mind you, I'm ten and six, and but I was really articulate when I was. I mean, he was I was ten and he was six. I was really articulate. So once I clocked. That mom, that they're talking about it in this way. I say no, no. I poked him in his butt with the pencil because he was taking the covers like this, Mama. And she was like, "Oh, oh, okay. Don't be doing that to your brother." And she, but they had first took it to this whole other level mm-hmm. where they trying to have a sit down. Like, bitch, what's going on? <laughs> Sit down, don't be molesting your brother type shit. <laughs> and so when we got older, when I got older and I would talk to my mom about it, she said, yeah. She was like, it wouldn't. And I and I said, that thought wouldn't have crossed your mind if I wasn't a feminine child. If I wasn't a feminine boy child that y'all assumed, oh, he going to be gay. If I wasn't a feminine boy child, y'all wouldn't even, it wouldn't even went in y'all mind. But because he came in there and said it, Y'all made this whole little situation. And my mother said it. She was like, she was like, yeah, you know, we knew what was up. So it's like when he came in there and said it like that, we were like, mm. <laughs> what? Like, hold on, Lord. So, and it and that incident, so that in- incident happened when I was 10. Fast forward to three years later, the incident with my aunt. So as I got older, especially in my teens, once I hit puberty and got an adult, I had issues with being around children alone. I would say, no, don't leave your baby with me because I don't want any incident happening where anything "Mm -hmm." like that because Mm -hmm. I know it's some funny ass shit that can happen just based on me being trans, just based on, no, 
take your children. I'm not babysitting. I'm not doing anything like that. I'm not doing it. Like it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be. Y'all ain't gonna get me. <laughs> so it's only person, only people's children that I babysitted was my aunt Georgia's. That's only because. It's just we were super, super close, so it was kind of unavoidable sometimes. <laughs> but I remember one of my lesbian, one of my lesbian friends brought her son over my house. Do you know I put her son outside on the street? What? It was shady. <laughs> but Why? I did because I told her not to leave her baby. I told her not to leave, and she was trying to chase some pussy. Like her, she had a girlfriend, but her little side bitch was coming to pick her up. And so she came over to smoke, because at this time I was smoking. She came over to smoke. So I'm like, okay, well, we're going to roll the blunt and, you know, blah, 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 blah. So we sitting there rolling, and she want to go outside with her little side chick and pull off. When I just sat here and told you. Oh, some bitches do be trying it. I'm like, I sat here and told you, don't leave your baby over here with us. And she did anyway. I cut off all my lights. Took her three-year-old and put him outside <laughs> and, sh- and closed my door. Now, as an adult, I wouldn't do this now. <laughs> but I was a petty 17-year-old. <laughs> and I said, my mind you, this is three years later from that incident. I was uh... 17. So I was like, baby. Now, mind you, I'm looking out the window making sure he don't go nowhere. <laughs> but I want her to pull back up and see him outside. Mm. But instead of her pulling back up... Her her girlfriend pulls up, oh. not the side chick. Oh, that the must have burned her pussy. But wait, because now she's the the lesbian chick is gone with the the, the stud chick oh, is bitch, gone. Now you gotta explain, and the baby outside. The baby's outside. You created this whole situation, clock tea and everything. So she sees the baby's outside and pick him up and come knock on my door. She was like, "Where is Magali?" And I'm like, "Uh." I don't know. She left, and I put Jermaine outside. (laughs) And she looked at me like, bitch, you put a three-year-old outside? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I told that bitch not to leave her baby, and she left him anyway. So, So, outside he goes. Hit the road, Jay. Hit the road, Jay. And don't you come back. Shady as hell. But now that I'm older, it was shady, but baby, I was not thinking. I was so pissed that she did it because, like I said, I don't like it. I don't, I like, I don't be around little kids. I don't be around, because there is an anxiety around somebody accusing me of some bullshit like that over some fake shit that I don't appreciate and I don't like it. Even me being viewed as a stud, I had a cousin that act weird because he was so homophobic. He Uh acted weird about his children seeing me. And that's interesting that you brought up, uh, like, people just trying to blame you or was that you being that blamed you for, for somebody's queerness or whatever for that they blamed me because i of course i didn't give a fuck what people what people thought and i just lived in my truth so since their son decided to be gay they yes. said i'm the reason why because i was with him when i was younger for girl. yeah so one of my one of my fears right now is my one of my nieces discover okay and one of my other nieces is queer and then so, like, the first thing I thought is, oh, my gosh, are they going to blame me? Because she was always around me. We was always hanging out. I was her favorite person. So it's kind of like, ooh, <laughs> I hope they don't blame me. So that's that really sucks. And then another reason is because of the warp thing that society has done to my mind. Um, 
it made me feel weird after I was transitioning for me to babysit my youngest niece. I'm like, usually men are not supposed to do this. Like, maybe she's invalidating my identity. But now I'm like, no, it's just that I'm somebody she trusts. So right. she know our family is dysfunctional. Mm. So I had to see it from that light. But it would be cool if I Because I actually well, wait, really like children. You, before you finish, uh-huh. this uncle that had an issue with you being around his niece, his your nieces, or is this? A, He's a cousin. Oh, he, your cousin. Yeah, one of the cousins that one, touched me. Yeah. Uh, he's one of the cousins that touched you. <laughs> yes. Mm. So you need to be away from your you own children. You need to be away from your own fucking kids. <laughs> your own children. <laughs> exactly. But it's funny how he feels. He's acting funny. After touching you as a child, he's acting funny to you about being around his kids. And then he's like 10, 12 years older than me. So. Nigga. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> That's the weird. I mean, like, because of society stereotype of people like us, the being sexual deviants. Yeah, yeah. the perception. Like it, it like it causes like really weird situations. Like this past weekend was my niece's birthday party, Mm -hmm. and you know she invited the friends and her friends' um, children over, and so we were at the pool party. And uh, well, no, it's my uh, nephew's. Excuse my nephew's birthday party. And um, a little boy started dancing, and I was like, oh, I, I wasn't really paying attention at first. And then everybody was like, oh, go, and they were cheering him on. And I was like, oh, this is cute. So I started cheering him on, too. But as I started cheering him on the way the other women were, I kind of noticed, like, um, like the alertness, like the attentiveness, the attentiveness, uh, the attentiveness, the attentiveness. I had, thank you so much, Z. I had tongue tied. The attentiveness, <laughs> the bleh. Just, just get the word. Though. Just, just get the word. I got <laughs> I'm not it. I'm not gonna play with y'all. The attentiveness. <laughs> <laughs> She's still tired. Because I went the attentiveness. <laughs> ah! Stop! Stop! <laughs> Leave it alone. <laughs> Am I gonna cut this out or no? Nah? Because <laughs> this is and funny. Is, uh, the, okay, so the way these bitches was looking at me, uh-huh. I was like, it was like it was real subtle, but like how they just started paying attention to me, it just was like the body behavior and the atmosphere changed like so dramatically. I was like, mm, okay, where do I, where is London? I started asking for my niece because. It, it, your interaction with the little boys gave them pause. Yeah, it gave them pause. Like, um, you know how, like, when you see a baby go too close to the water and all the adults are still doing what they're doing, but they still paying a close eye to the baby to make uh, sure mm. that they don't fall. It's that kind of like that that alertness that you, so since I sensed that I was like, OK, this is awkward. Uh, let me talk about something else. And so being in those type of situations just almost like, gosh, like. Why do I have to be perceived that way? Why why can't I interact the way everyone else is? But because I guess I'm male bodied or I'm trans because of that, it just it makes situations like that awkward. And it makes you not even want to be in those type of predicaments like 
Yeah. I literally just kind of just stick to myself. I I make sure that my niece and my nephew are good and and go from there. Like I don't even want to get on onto nobody else's children. I think that's kind of like a adult thing, like a parent thing. Like I wouldn't even like if somebody else's children was doing something, I wouldn't do anything. Like that because that situation happened, there was a like a toddler that was like really close by the edge of the pool and he was like dancing and stuff and I was like, "Oh god, I just want to tell him like somebody get the baby from away from there." I was like, if he falls and he hit himself, and I just kept seeing it. And the lo and behold, the baby ended up falling and he hit his his face on the concrete on the side of the pool. And I was like, fuck. But because of the incident that happened previously with the little boy dancing, I was kinda like, I don't know how to to interact in this situation. Of course I could have been like, Who who's his parents? Somebody get him, but it just kinda was that silence like, well, bitch. Like, mm, yeah, maybe I shouldn't. Yeah, just just see how folks. this plays out. So, the moral of this story is this. We don't give a fuck about what these articles are talking about. We know they fake news. Um, we don't fuck with pedophiles on this show. At all. At all. <laughs> at That's all. not not at all. It's not a game. Um, and there's nobody in the, in the LGBTQIA community that I've had any conversations with that was even remotely considering any type of bullshit of including pedophiles into our community as something acceptable, as something that is not um, horrendous and unacceptable. There is nothing, There's there has not been any conversation I've heard legitimately had around this so if you see these articles that are saying that pedophilia is being added to the group they got us fucked up it's not true it's fake news it's lies and fairy tale dust so we don't fuck with pedophilia and we hope y'all don't either so that's the end of the show Good day. <laughs> bye y'all bye. well that's it thank you for coming and getting a taste of marcia's plate you can listen to us on itunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We'll be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamond, S-T-Y-L-Z, at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. You gonna say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, y'all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every little thing's gonna be all right.